You're listening to WCMP's Sports Podcast, East Central Minnesota's leader in high school sports coverage. Welcome to another edition of Local Sports Weekly on WCMP. I'm Andrew Duvall. It's been a little bit since uh, we last recorded one of these. We ended up skipping it last week, of course, with uh, three straight days last week that school got canceled. And when school gets canceled, there are no games to be played. And so with uh, a with you know four out of the five days last week, no games being played, we didn't figure there was enough that happened to uh, record a full one of these. So we let a week breathe. And really, there hasn't been a ton that's happened even since the last one we recorded because of another couple days this week that we've missed a lot of games as well. But uh, it really causes a lot of problems, especially when you get this late into the season, into February, trying to get these games rescheduled been a major headache for a lot of the coaches and uh, we talk a little bit about that with our interview today it's with Ted Haas the Pine City girls basketball coach that's coming up later on in the podcast and the reason we scheduled him to record this uh, interview for this podcast is because Pine City plays Rush City and girls basketball they were supposed to play on Thursday and we were going to spend a good majority of the podcast recapping that game and then of course the snow came in and ruined that plan for us. So we were super thankful for the snow for doing that. So we ended up actually talking about the snow in the interview with Ted Haas, talked about the uh, the problems that that causes, and then actually previewed the game because now we record these on Fridays. Uh, game's actually going to happen on Saturday now. So we talked a little bit more uh, with him about t- what turned uh, from a recap into a preview. Thanks for the snow. So let's dive right in. Pine City, boys basketball, 14-3 and three on the season. They've kept their winning streak going, winning their last three in a row. Wins are up to, uh, or excuse me, winning their last three games this week. Wins are up to seven in a row now. Uh, everyone on the team is playing really well and contributing. Kyle Allen said uh, on Monday against Isle that Jake Adams really stepped up and distributed the ball well. Big stat night of the night was Jake Adams uh, recorded his first double-double. Um, and he did it the hard way. He, he, he ended the game with 10 assists to go along with, I believe, 11 points. And so it was a really exciting night. Boys played really well, uh, and, and that makes it a lot of fun for everyone that's involved. Dragons beat Isle, Rush City, and then, of course, the big win over Hinkley. Finlayson puts them in the driver's seat of the Great River Conference. Two big games next week. Uh, they've got Duluth Marshall and Two Harbors this weekend. Uh, those are going to be some tougher games than they typically play uh, against their conference opponents, but it should put them in a better position for the playoffs. Rush City Boys basketball 8-7 and seven this year lost back-to-back games against Pine City and Barnum before coming back with a win over Onamia. Here's head coach Jeremy Albright talking about the Pine City game. Didn't play as well against Pine as we did the first time. They shot uh, the ball extremely well against us uh, the, the second game as opposed to the first. Um, we ended up, our point guard, Derek Murphy, went down with a, a pretty bad uh, ankle injury during that game, and that hurt us during that one. And then the next as well, because we kind of count on Derek to run the show and, and take charge out there being a senior point guard. So we're, we're definitely missing his services, but I, I have a feeling he'll be able to be back for our next game. Um, so that was the Pine game. Like I said, it was kind of weird playing on a Saturday afternoon. I liked it. Um, I think it's you know, a different feel. Even though only we got two close, uh, you know, competing talents, conference rivals, I think we still had a you know a decent crowd there for that one. Tigers with two games next week at East Central and at home against Royalton. Hinkley Finlayson boys basketball eleven and six 
And believe it or not, the Jaguars have not played since January 25th. That was a loss to Pine City. Weird timing with all the cancellations and things. Uh, they've got a game Friday night against Virginia. International Falls on Saturday. Then Barnum and Ogilvy next week. They are now sitting second place in the Great River Conference. Great battle there. They were actually up by 15 in the second half against Pine City. LeVon Crushel played really well. Of course, Anders Prater in that game uh, just couldn't quite close it out. Dragons got really hot from beyond the arc. And uh, Hinkley will now try to get a split of the conference when they play them at home. That is the last game of the regular season on March 1st. Bram boys basketball 10-8 on the season. Bram, another team that hasn't played a game in a long time. Last one was on the 24th of January against Onamia. Trying to find some time to make up games against Ogilvy. Now one against Uppsala. That was canceled as well. Big home game against Pine City on Tuesday. If they uh, they could win that game, they could spoil the things for the Dragons. East Central boys basketball 1-12. Only one game the last two weeks was a 50-46 loss against Floodwood. Three games this week trying to put together a couple more wins before the season is up. So now it's time for your Great River Conference update. Pine City 9-0, and and then Hinkley right behind them at 8-1. This is now a two-team race. Bram sits in third at 6-3. and uh, Hinkley, I mentioned it a couple times, they're trying to get the split of the conference. Pine City wants the lone conference championship. And Bram, if they play a good game against either one of those teams, can uh, play spoiler there to try to wrap up the season. Mora boys basketball eight and nine now in the year after a couple nice wins this week against Malacca and Royalton. Those are some uh, good section wins that can give the Mustangs a QRF boost heading into the playoffs. They got another big section game Friday night against Foley, and then they're at Becker next week as well. That's a big section and conference matchup at home against Albany uh, next week too. Uh, Albany, one of the better teams in the section, could be another QRF boost for more boys basketball. North Branch boys at 4-15 and 15 on a little four-game losing streak. Lost to Big Lake. They got Tuesday at home against Chisago Lakes and then Friday against Hibbing. Cambridge I Sandy boys basketball 10-7. They beat Monticello 69, or excuse me, 79-63 in their last game. Currently the number two team in their section for QRF. Uh, good chance of making a run. The number one seed in that section is Blaine, and they lost a close battle with them earlier in the season. So the Blue, uh, Blue Jackets might end up playing in that state tournament. Cambridge Isani fourth in the Mississippi 8 Conference, four and three, two games behind St. Michael Albertville, North Branch one and six. That does it for boys basketball here on Local Sports Weekly on WCMP. I'm Andrew Duvall. Moving on to girls basketball. Pine City girls 17 and 4. We're going to talk with Ted Haas later on in the podcast. And so uh, we'll talk more about them later on. But they did win against Onamia and Isle this week. Lost to Sox Center, who's the reigning state champions, 81 to 60. Uh, Big game Saturday. Can get a share of that conference with a win on the road against Rush City. Speaking of the Tigers, the Tiger girls are 15-1. and one. Guess what? They've won 14 straight games right now. They got that big one against Pine City on Saturday. Monday, they play against Minneapolis North. Uh, QRF has them fifth in the section. That's probably a little underrated. They beat a couple of the teams whose QRFs are higher than them. So uh, that's one downside of the QRF ranking is actually like Losing to a better team actually helps you more than beating a bad team. So a team like Rush City, that's 15-1, and one, probably a little underrated in the section. But uh, they're going to end up beating all those teams anyway when they get to the section playoffs. So we'll see where they end up there. Hinkley Finlayson girls basketball, 3-15 and 15 on the year. Lost 53-25 to East Central. They play Hill City on Friday night. Ogilvy, Renshaw, Bram are their next three games. Bram girls basketball, 7-14, and 14, beating Ogilvy and Onamia, but lost to Malacca. 
Uh, kind of a middle-of-the-road team right now. They they beat a few teams, then lose a couple, then win a couple, then lose a couple. Uh, they have three games next week, Hinkley, Barnum, and East Central. East Central girls, the Eagles are 9-10 and 10 on the year, beat Hinkley this week before losing to Duluth Marshall. They got Floodwood, McGregor, Bram, and Onamia left to wrap up the regular season. So Great River Conference, just like the boys' basketball, Great River Conference is a two-team race. Rush City is 11-0, Pine City 10-1, just like the boys conference, uh, it's, you know, one team sitting in the driver's seat wanting to wrap up a lone share of the Great River Conference. Another team trying to uh, tie it up and split the conference. And this time it's Pine City against Rush City. And that's coming up here on Saturday. Mora girls basketball. They're on a six game losing streak at five and 15. We'll try to bounce back next week against Aiken or Little Falls. Currently 0-8 in the conference. North Branch girls are 5-13. They've got four losses in a row as well. Uh, Buffalo, Chisago, Lakes, Cambridge, Isani, and Princeton, their last four games here in the season. Cambridge, Isani, girls basketball 13-8 with back-to-back losses too. Not trying to be super negative here to end the girls basketball section, but just a few teams in the area with a tough week and some tough schedules. Uh, they play uh, coming up here, Big Lake, St. Francis, North Branch, and then Duluth East. Cambridge I Sandy right now, four and five in the Mississippi Eight. They are in sixth place, North Branch, yet to win a conference game. It's local sports weekly here on WCMP. Moving on from girls basketball to boys hockey. The Pine City boys hockey team, 12-8-2, now nine wins in a row for the Dragons. Several huge wins this past week. They won a big overtime game against Duluth Denfeld and a big overtime win against Princeton. Dragons now need just one more win to clinch the conference. That's either against Legacy Christian or Becker Big Lake. Alex Laven has emerged for the Dragons and, and is really playing well. He had 48 saves in the game against Duluth Denfeld. Uh, he's up for uh, Minnesota Hockey Hub Player of the Week this week as well. Uh, three games this week left before playoffs. They've got uh, Monday against Becker Big Lake. Tuesday against Proctor, and then uh, one on Thursday against Gentry Academy. They're also trying to get a reschedule in there against Legacy if they can squeeze that one in as well. We'll talk more about the Section 5A playoffs later on here in just a little bit. More Malacca Mustangs, 13-7 and seven on the year, lost to Proctor and St. Francis this week before beating Cambridge. Uh, they could play spoiler to somebody in the playoffs. They got uh, really good goalie play this year and some scoring on the top from Gavin Orr. Um, they could end up, they're going to end up with a five or six seed somewhere in the section and they could really hurt some teams and maybe surprise somebody if they're not playing at their top of their game. The two rivers conference, Pine city pretty much has it locked up. Uh, if it wasn't for the two snow cancellations against Becker and legacy, the banner would already be hung and the t-shirts would already be printed, uh, for the conference championship. But uh, as long as Pine city doesn't dump one to Becker, like Mora did, they're going to end up with a lone share of the two rivers conference and uh so they just got to come out and play their game win those two games against two teams that are towards the bottom of the conference and they will be okay north branch 13 7 and 2 they are not happy right now after losing to chisago lakes 4-3 that's their rivals they share a barn there in chisago lakes and so that game is always fun it's uh, it's a home team home game for both teams no matter who ends up being the home team but uh, North Branch kind of faded a little bit lately, but still don't overlook them. They're still probably going to end up with the number two seed in the section and still have a good chance to make a run at that state tournament. They've dropped out of the top 20 rankings uh, lately here for Minnesota State High School League Hockey. Cambridge Isani 3-18 on the year. They beat Legacy Christian to pick up one more win, but lost to Rogers. Uh, Buffalo has that Mississippi 8 conference locked up at 5-0. North Branch in the middle of the pack. Cambridge Isani has not won 
a conference game yet. So the Section 5A update, this is one of my favorite parts of the podcast. Of course, you know uh, how much uh, I follow the Dragon hockey team, and this section is fun. Pine City's made it even more fun by beating Princeton. Uh, it's really a mess right now. That section seating meeting is going to be a, a blast. Uh, I told that coach Grant Nickel I'd love to uh, be there just to watch because these you get all these coaches in a room. Each one gets to make a case for their team and where they go, and then they all vote on where each of these teams should be placed. Uh, if my, if I had a vote and the season ended right now, here's where my vote would be. I'd have Monticello at number one, six one and one. Uh, they beat North Branch twice, lost to Chisago Lakes. North Branch 4-3-1. and one. They're going to be the number two spot. Chisago Lakes is the three right behind North Branch. That's close. Those two teams are interchangeable. They've split. Chisago Lakes getting that big win over Monticello goes a long way as well. I got Pine City. They've moved up a lot. Uh, I had them down a little bit earlier in the year, but they've really climbed up with the wins over Denfeld and Princeton this week. Beating Princeton gives them that four spot because it, it's a coin toss between Pine City and Princeton right now at four and five, and Pine City beat Princeton, so you got to give them the edge. Uh, that brings me to the five spot. Princeton, five and four. They've lost to all the teams above them. The only leverage they're going to have is they've beat Chisago Lakes twice, but uh, losing to Pine City gave dropped them down. If they would have beat Pine City, they might have been all the way up into a three spot, but I think they're going to end up at the five uh, Mora five and three on the year. They lost to Princeton and uh, Becker Big Lake, and then wrapping up the section: Sock Rapids, Becker, Northern Lakes, Moose Lake, and then Legacy Christian. As we get into the last week of the regular season, girls hockey. Their regular season is done. We should have been able to give you a playoff update today, but once again, all those games got snowed out last week, and so or excuse me, last night, and so now all those games are going to be played tonight. So Cambridge Ice Andy Mora, Pine City Blue Jacket Girls Hockey, 18-7 and seven at the year. They ended the year second in the conference. That one loss coming to North Wright County. North Wright County ended up winning the conference. Uh, the Blue Jackets ended up with the number five seed in the section, and they got to travel to number four, Grand Rapids Greenway, ended up losing to them six to one earlier in the year. So a tough road trip tonight for the Blue Jackets. Hopefully they can pull off the upset. St. Francis North Branch 5, 18 and 2 at the number seven seed in that same section. And they are on the road against number two Andover. And the Moose Lake Area Girls hockey team is 221 and 1. And they're the number eight seed taking on number one Proctor. So uh, hopefully we're still talking girls hockey. And if we can get some upsets, we'll be talking about them more next Friday night on the Local Sports Weekly here on WCMP. Up next, we're talking to the head coach of the Pine City Girls basketball team. That's Ted Haas. And that'll wrap up the podcast. We talk more about him. Local Sports Weekly here on WCMP. It's Andrew Duvall here on WCMP. Join on the phone with the head coach of the Dragon Girls basketball team, Ted Haas. Ted, good morning. Thanks for joining me here today. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, so originally when we uh, scheduled this interview, it was to talk about the uh, recap, I guess, uh, the big Pine City girls basketball game against Rush City. Now that game's got delayed. So uh, that kind of uh, throws a little loop here in this interview. And how, let's just start that off. We've had a lot of cancellations, a lot of delays, a lot of days without practice this year. How does that affect you as a coach? Uh, well, you I mean, you have to be able to be flexible um you know usually at this time of year maybe you're looking for a chance where you can give the kids a, a day off uh somewhere well and uh we haven't uh, had to look for those because we've had some days off and um so i guess uh you look try to look at it as a positive and uh you know when you get games canceled it maybe gives you a chance to uh get an extra day of practice in before you play or 
you know, you just try to find the things that uh, you can uh, make positives out of them. Now, you guys got this game uh, uh, tomorrow. It's on a Saturday. Uh, typically, you guys don't play a lot of Saturday games, but you did just play one recently. What is the, does the dynamic change when you play a game on a Saturday? Well, a little bit. I mean, because you're out of your routine because you don't have school all day and the kids are used to playing games after, you know, a day of school and whatnot. But, uh, you know, we're going to, like I said, we're trying to make some positives out of it. We're going to do a little shoot around tomorrow morning. We're going to uh, have kind of a team lunch tomorrow and then we'll let them uh, go back home for a couple hours before we head to Rush City tomorrow night. So we're going to make it a good uh, team fun uh uh, time and a chance to get in the gym a little bit and wake up and stretch out and move around. Now, I don't have to tell you this, but uh, Rush City has kind of been the Achilles heel the last couple of years. The only thing that's really stood between you guys and uh, taking home the conference championship. Um, do you guys really feel like now you got kind of one more game uh, against them this year? Do you kind of feel a little bit of pressure to try to get this one done to, uh, to at least get a share of that conference championship? Well, I, I don't know that we look at it that way. We are... Um, we're, we're pretty focused on getting ourselves ready for, for playoffs. Um, you know, the section is kind of where we focus our, our, uh, our time and our efforts and looking at, you know, what kind of matchups are going to be there. You know, that's where our team goals are, are, uh, you know, as far as, you know, advancing in games in the section. And, um, so I don't know, I, I think it's more of a, an opportunity to play, you know, a really good team. That's a good rival and has got, uh, good coaches and good players and good kids and um you know we just look forward to it because it's a lot of fun and uh you know it's a challenge they've had uh a lot of the same kids playing for three years and have done they've done very well and um yeah we haven't uh been able to get over the hump here the last couple of years against them and uh you know look forward to the opportunity again to have a have a shot at it well let's talk about the section you guys right now uh having a great season sitting at 17 and 4 uh section a little different this year they're they're raking everybody 1 to 16 no uh no subsections gonna be played uh where do you guys feel like you guys are standing right now as far as the section goes well i know uh you know if you look we're getting we're gonna be seated by the qrf and right now we'd be in the sixth spot out of 16 uh the section is you know very loaded uh, on the top end for sure, um, even all the way down to, you know, there's uh, some really good teams even down in the 8, 9, 10 areas and, and whatnot, and not to leave anybody out. But, uh, and so, you know, we've got the defending state champions at number one, Sox Center, and then, of course, you've got uh, Cathedral, who had, uh, you know, four starters back from last year. They were in the section championship, and, of course, Rush City, who has lost very few games. They had four starters back this year and um, Foley and Albany are having great seasons and uh, uh, Royalton is very, very good. And I mean, I, I don't want to leave people out because there's other good teams too, but uh, you know, it's just a going to be quite a battle and uh, it's going to be, <coughs> excuse me, it's going to be really fun to see where, how everybody stacks up at the end when we get uh, into it. Now you guys uh have uh, played a lot of those teams that are above you, Foley, Rush City, St. Cloud Cathedral, Sox Center. Um, do you feel pretty good after the matchups you've had in the regular season? Yes, you've lost several of those games, but uh, do you feel like you kind of uh, learned a lot and are kind of right there with those teams? We we definitely do. You know, we we feel like we've made a lot of, of nice strides throughout the year. Um, you know, we're coming off a season where we lost two kids that are both playing Division three basketball right now. Uh, from last year, so it does take a little bit of time to uh, mesh together. But 
you know, we're feeling really good about, you know, some of the adjustments that we're able to make and that we've seen on tape and things that we've done against, uh, you know, the teams that we have lost to. And like you said, our four losses are to four teams that are, um, you know, above us in the section right now and are four very quality teams. Um, you know, one of the things that has really helped us is our our senior captains this year have been just fantastic leaders and uh, really have, uh, you know, understand the, the team concept. And I uh, can't say enough about uh, our seniors this year and how they've uh, led us and, and helped us continue to improve each and every day. Now, uh, you got a handful of games left. Looks like five games, including the Rush City one tomorrow. Um, what are a couple of things you guys are going to be focused on here in the last couple of weeks before you head into that section tournament? Well, we really want to shore up our our defensive uh, things that we want to try to do. Um, we want to make sure that you know our man-to-man defense is is very solid. And then you know we've got some other things um, up our sleeves. We like we do like to uh, use different full court pressures. And you know uh, you know one of the things is we're trying to figure out which ones are going to be the best ones to use and in which, what situations and against what personnel. Um, you know we have some very athletic and long armed kids uh, in our program right now. So there's lots of things that we can do and we can try, and we've kind of been toying with those this season. So our, our main focus probably in the next couple of weeks is to really shore those up um, and uh, and see which ones we think we can use in what spots. Um, you know, offensively, we've been scoring the basketball pretty well, uh, but, uh, you know, certain, pe- certain times they're starting to put uh, more and more attention in certain areas against uh, some of our personnel. So, um, we're also working on different ways that we can get people loose and and also use some of our other strengths when they when they double team certain people or you know as far as kicking out to some of our other players that can definitely put the ball in the basket as well. Uh, real quick to wrap up, uh, who are a couple players uh, that have really uh, stood out to you this season? I know you guys have hit a couple milestones, uh, so let's touch on those as well. Well, um, you know Lily Wilson, obviously she's in her fifth year of starting. Uh, she's one of the top. Uh, assist leaders in the state right now and also way up there in steals um, you know along with averaging about 14 points a game so she's been um, uh, you know consistent this year very I thought I think she's taken the next step Um, you know Ellie Haas uh, has gone to um, I think she's taken the next step as well she's you know averaging 20 points a game and uh, leading our team in rebounding and um, also, you know, second in, in, or third in assists and steals and whatnot. Um, another kid that's really come along is Ashley Fowler. Um, people have probably noticed that she's been able to step out and, and make three-pointers this year as well as uh, really run the floor and is a very athletic. Um, but, uh, you know, we also, um, I think we've got very good play out of our senior kids. Um, and... Uh, I guess it, it, with uh, Hannah Lorsung and Chloe Alleman inside and Emily Carpenter uh, has been kind of like our sixth man this year, plays really solid defense. Um, we've got uh, Jolie Wichter coming off the bench, has hit some big threes for us. Um, now another kid that I didn't mention, uh, Elena Steele, uh, you know, super quick and uh, really uh, keeps the pace going. So, you know, I mentioned a lot of our kids here. Uh, obviously, I'm probably going to miss somebody here, um, which I'm going to try not to do. Uh, <laughs> Sophie Lati, an eighth grader, she's really come along uh, this year. She, you know, she's uh, learned a lot this year. You know, she's just a tremendous athlete, and she's going to be a super player 
uh, as we go through. Um, can't say enough about uh, the way Hannah Hewsom has been a senior leader for our team. You know, she doesn't always get a lot of playing time, uh, but attitude-wise, just uh, been unbelievable. Great leader for us this year. Uh, wouldn't be where we are without her. Uh, we also have uh, a couple other players that uh, have shown some good progress this year. Uh, Meredith Calling, a sophomore, uh, she's uh, getting more and more playing time as the year goes on, uh, really showing that she can play both inside and outside. Um, Allie Cromie has been, uh, she's a junior on her team, doing a nice job, uh, one of the leaders on our JV, and uh, you know she uh, is also uh, dresses varsity for us and uh, has done a very nice job for us this year. Um, we also are dressing now an eighth grader Chloe Lind, uh, but we also have a bunch of other kids on the JV that we're very excited about that are having good years. The JV is having a nice year as well. So uh, just wanted to mention uh, as many kids as I could there and, uh, you know, that we're really proud of uh, all the efforts of our, our squads this year, including our C squads and, and junior high squads. Um, and then you've got other athletes that excel you know, like McKenna Nelson, uh, she excels in, in volleyball, and uh, she's just a solid uh, person that to have on our team and, you know, looking for her to get some more minutes next year, um, especially uh, she's a junior, and, you know, her leadership skills are, are you know, things that every program wants and, um, you know, is a, is a sports uh, person and, a, you know, just a great kid. Um, you know, the other kids that I think that are on our roster right now, um, you know, they're not getting as, as much playing time right now, but underclassmen and um, looking forward to great things from them. But so um, hard to leave uh, people out there. So, I, you know, I, met, I think I touched on uh, most of the kids there, but uh, we've liked our improvement throughout the year. Um, and we do think that we're going to be playing our best basketball here in the next few weeks. Um, you know, we're going to uh, definitely be, like I said, uh, trying some uh, things out and making sure that we shore everything up here in the next couple of weeks so that we're ready to go. Thanks again here to Ted Haas for joining us this week on the WCMP podcast. This has been a WCMP production.